Welcome to day 229 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season together. I'm here uh, with Cindy and David and Matt uh, as we continue to read through, and, and I'm Paul, by the way, as we continue to read through uh, the prophet uh, Jeremiah. We've come to the end of Jeremiah. Uh, we're in uh, you know chapter 51, which we're dividing into three sections. We'll end with this on Monday, and of course, when we come to the end of 51, it's a Thus, in the sayings of Jeremiah, there'll be a historical epilogue, you know, to in the book of Jeremiah. But uh, it's been fun to be in Jeremiah, you know, for the season we have. And like all of the major prophets, you know, he has a pronouncement of, you know, God's judgment uh, or impending judgment on Israel uh, with a call to repentance and then uh, even a, a call to hope after God's judgment has taken place. Mm-hmm. And uh, Isaiah, like Isaiah before him, not only is God the judge of Israel, but God is judge of all the world. And so he has pronounced his judgment in his last section on, on the nation surrounding Israel. But finally, his, um, his most emphatic judgment is reserved for Babylon, which is deep irony because uh, Babylon was in his instrument of judgment. You know, God, you know, causes the nations to accomplish his purposes in the world. And even though we can't see it at the time, it falls under, you know, the heading of God causing all things to work together for good for those who love him and are called according to those purposes. And so those are not just the circumstances of your day. Those are the circumstances of all of history that God is bringing together for his ultimate purposes, which results in uh, good for us because of who he is and we are his own. Uh, so we pick up in the middle of uh, chapter 51 uh, with verse you know, 24. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of your word. Thank you for inviting us into your presence to hear your word. We thank you that you are a God who, who speaks. Not only have you left your imprint on creation, you've shared your heart with us. You've told us what is right and good. You've called us uh, to know you. Uh, you provided a redeemer so that we can be restored to you in, in our fallenness and our brokenness and willful rebellion against you. Thank you for the words of Jeremiah to Israel. May we hear your word to us. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. And in Jeremiah fifty-one twenty-four. And before your eyes I'll repay Babylon and all who live in Babylonia. For, you're all the wrong, for all the wrong they have done in Zion, declares the Lord. I'm against you, you destroying mountain. You who destroy the whole earth, declares the Lord. I'll stretch out my hand against you, roll, on, roll you off the cliffs, and make you a burned-out mountain. No rock will be taken for a cornerstone, nor any stone for a foundation, for you'll be desolate forever, declares the Lord. Lift up a banner in the land, blow the trumpet among the nations. Prepare the nations for battle against her. Summon against her these kingdoms, Erat, Mene, and Ashkenaz. Appoint a commander against her. Send up horses like a swarm of locusts. Prepare the nations for battle against her, the kings of the Medes, the governors and all their officials and all the countries they rule. The land trembles and rise, for the Lord's purposes against Babylon stand to lay waste the land of Babylon so that no one will live there. Babylon's warriors have stopped fighting. They remain in their strongholds. Their strength is exhausted. They have become weaklings. Her dwellings are set on fire. The bars of her gates are broken. One courier follows another, and messengers follow messengers to announce to the king of Babylon that his entire city is captured. The river crossing seas, the marshes set on fire, 
and the soldiers terrified. And this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, Daughter Babylon is like a threshing floor. The time that it is trampled. The time to harvest her will soon come. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has devoured us. He has thrown us into confusion. He has made us an empty jar. Like a serpent, he has swallowed us and filled his stomach with our delicacies, and then he has spewed us out. May the violence done to our flesh beyond Babylon say the inhabitants of Zion. May our blood be on those who live in Babylonia, says Jerusalem. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. See, I will defend your cause and avenge you. I will dry up her sea and make her springs dry. Babylonia will be a heap of ruins, a haunt of jackals, an object of horror and scorn. A place where no one lives. Her people all roar like young lions and growl like lion cubs. But while they are aroused, I will set out a feast for them and make them drunk so that they shout with laughter, then sleep forever and not wake, declares the Lord. I'll bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams and goats. Pretty incredible uh, in a pronouncement of judgment and, and, and the images uh, the images there. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar, I, I love that little serpent, like a serpent has swallowed us up. And serpent's kind of an interesting interpretation there. This is really used in Genesis of the great sea creatures and thinking in a psalm of the, the mighty, you know, the mighty uh, images of, you know, of the deep. So it's a, an image that's often used of horror and of chaos and, and of course, ultimately of, of the enemy of our souls, uh, you know, who has devoured us, but will one day be crushed. In it by the seed of the woman. I think just even at the start of, of our reading today is just, I don't think you want this on you, right? You know, before your eyes, mm-hmm. I will repay that repayment, you know, of, of all the wrong they have done. What a harsh thing. I'm against you. I stretch out my hand against you. Um, Babylon finds itself in such a difficult place. And yet, you know, we know reading throughout the scriptures that all of us should be repaid for the evil that we have done just like Babylon's receiving here. And yet in Christ, even though you know Romans tells us we've all fallen short, there is this grace given in Christ. And so just getting to see a little bit of the, the biblical story there in, in the judgment against Babylon. Yeah. And you hear the great echo of, you know, Psalm 103 is not treated us as our sins deserve mm-hmm. or repaid us according to our iniquities. Mm-hmm. And every image of judgment, you know, as harsh as they have been, you know, from time to time as we read through the prophets and they they can become incredibly graphic, you know, at times uh, do not, you know, pale in comparison with the ultimate judgment, you know, we deserve for the rejection, you know, of our king. Yeah. Until you get that glimpse again of kind of recalling Exodus imagery that, you know, he says, uh, I... I will stretch out my hand against you, you know, roll you off cliffs. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you know, one of the times we hear God saying, I'm going to stretch out my hands. It tells Moses, you know, I'll stretch out my hand against Egypt and I'll strike them just like I told you in Exodus 3. And sure enough, the Lord does bring judgment upon right. Egypt uh, for their sins, for their harshness, you know, mm-hmm. tr- treatment, harsh treatment of God's people. And, and just, I don't know, I, I guess how many different ways can we say this, but mm-hmm. just the, the vivid imagery here, of of the complete and utter destruction and judgment the Lord's going to bring upon Babylon that the land is going to tremble you know the the warriors are just going to give up you know they're they're going to stop fighting and remain in their strongholds they're just like what we can't stand against this we just we stop i mean the land's trembling walls you know falling apart everything that babylon thought would prevent mm-hmm. this 
And it, I mean, probably to be fair at the time, if you're reading this in your Babylon, you're thinking, we're one of the strongest nations on the earth. What, you know, who is going to come against us? We who, trample other nations. Who, who's this little Jewish prophet, you know, and speaking, you know, yeah. speaking these words, you know, who is their God that, you know, could not hold back our hand. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and um, uh, obviously it is, you're right. And, and all of us are kind of indifferent, you know, to the warnings that scripture gives us because of our complacency and because of our comfort. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, Peter warned us, you know, God is not slowly keeping his promises, you know, as, as, as some people count slowness, but he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone, you know, to come to the knowledge of truth. And, uh, you know, you were, uh, as you were pointing out a while ago, we, we can know his outstretched arm in judgment against us and the powerful judgment he boasts against us or his outstretched arm uh in the salvation he provides for us so we can know him as our judge or we can know him you know in the word you know we we used a couple of days ago as our redeemer the one who buys us back from our sin and slavery mm-hmm. and the one who counts our sins against us no more i love too that he's a god who sees um see i will defend your cause and i will avenge you um you know the nation of israel was led into captivity with Babylon, but they were even encouraged, you know, to thrive under captivity and that it would benefit the nation or, you know, benefit uh, Babylon. But it see, but you see here in, in 34 where Nebuchadnezzar has now devoured them. He's thrown them into confusion. He's made them become empty jars. He's swallowed up and filled his stomach with their delicacies. And so he is really, I mean, they're not thriving under this situation and yet they're, in serious captivity of which God sees and, and will, you know, avenge his, his people. And of course we have, you know, the Exodus experience. I have heard mm-hmm. you know, the cries of my people. I've yeah. seen, yeah. you know, that, and it is a, it is a big picture mm-hmm. of that. And of course, even though, you know, even though Babylon would not, you know, be great to them, they're still called to live in Babylon in a way that prospers, mm-hmm. you know, Babylon. Uh, you know, both as a reflection of you know God's care for for Babylon, mm-hmm. but as a reflection of God's care for them, you know, as they would prosper even in a land of you know even in a land of captivity. Mm-hmm. So we are called to live and settle down in the land, but not to uh, mm-hmm. uh, be um, you know to be caught up in in the culture mm-hmm. of the land, to be agents of cultural change rather than to be changed, you know, by the cultures around us. Mm-hmm. And of course the. Uh, message is is turned you know in this last few chapters not from you know build home settle down in marriage and, and give your kids in marriage uh you know and seek the prosperity of the land but to flee now yeah. it's now it's time to, <laughs> now it's time to run now we try that. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you've been settled down for a little while you built houses and you've been married now get out of there mm-hmm. unless you be consumed by her sin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so true no prophetic word for today yeah Great. no doubt about it well, it's been fun reading with you guys again this week, and we'll bring uh, Jeremiah you know, to a conclusion next week. Uh, remember, we've provided in, in, in the app, if you're reading by the app that we have uh, on Christ Church, a psalm you know, to meditate on tomorrow. And of course, we look forward uh, to you joining us on Sunday as we worship together as God family and sit under his word and, and declare you know, his awesome presence and praise among us. Uh, Matt, you mind closing out the week for us with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the just complete scope of your word, the the promises, um, but also the warnings and, and the um, 
the images we see of judgment that that drive us to to you to find our hope in you to find our our comfort um, our salvation in you and so father as we continue to consider um, your word today would you comfort us would you convict us of sin would you remind us of the grace that we have in christ jesus and ultimately Oh, Father, would you receive glory uh, through this time together and through the ongoing work um, of transformation that you're accomplishing in us. We thank you that your purposes stand, and uh, we thank you that that great purpose of salvation stands. So, Father, um, we ask as you've began a good work in us that you would continue to carry it to completion. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.